Let me go give you my story, and I'm really concerned about this because it just amazes me. You know, when I was a kid growing up, Kelly, and you know, you and I kind of talked about uh, what mm-hmm. it was like growing up. We, you know, we, um, you know, we found ways. I mean, kids found ways to get high. I mean, they they were mm-hmm. sticking glue in a bag, and you know, of course, marijuana was big. And in my high school, when I was growing up, and I never part partook in it, or I never uh, used it or abused it. But a lot of my friends were using LSD and. So it is mm. crazy, but it just amazes me over the years to see how people will go to no ends to, uh, uh, you know, um, taking drugs. And th- this story is going to come out of West Virginia, where EMS receives 25 overdose calls in three hours. And then there's a subsequent article that is coming out of Canton on the uh, 25th of July. And this new drug out there, this carfentanil, which is uh, mm-hmm. a drug that is... Uh, you know, used for elephant tranquilizers, which is a th- 10,000 times more potent than morphine. And people are now starting to uh, get their hands on this. And we're looking, you know, in the places like Ohio and and, uh, and Pennsylvania and West Virginia, that this drug is now starting to get big and, and, and people are dying from it. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, we have to bring attention to is that, you know, when we talk about an overdose and as, as EMS providers, we know that, you know, we're giving morphine out of that one cc syringe or a 10 cc mm-hmm. syringe if you're mixing it with saline and, you know, you're easy to give it, man. But it, so it's just that 0.3 milligrams that you're doing extra of heroin that's going to give you this overdose. Now you've got a drug that's 10,000 times more powerful than morphine Mm -hmm. a hundred times more powerful than fentanyl and um people are going to start abusing them i think we're going to see an increase you know every time i think we make inroads where we start to see some laws that are coming out now to to help with opiate addiction and we start to see you know some great uh uh, you know, public service messages that are trying to bring awareness to, you know, heroin overdoses. Now you just find a drug that's 10,000 more times, uh, that's 10,000 times more powerful. And, uh, you know, it's like we're back to square one again. You know, I read several articles that all kind of point to uh, the origins of the heroin epidemic and, and uh, our our addiction to opiate painkillers. Uh, and they lay much of the blame at the feet of healthcare. In, in the very beginning, not so much EMS, but our focus over the last 10 to 20 years on pain control uh, and, and you know, it's the law of unforeseen consequences. You know, Joint Commission really started slamming hospitals for inadequate pain control, and they advocated uh, as much as said that pain should be the fifth vital sign and that you should always, always, always treat a patient's pain uh, to the point where, where you know, performance measures were based on, uh, in part, uh, pain control, you know, and, and when hospital administrators uh, judge the quality of a physician by how well is, how good is press Ganey scores are, in other words, you know, EMS uh, emergency medicine becomes a popularity contest. Uh, uh, the physicians who give pa- patients what they need versus give patients what they want um, 
are, uh, are, are kind of ostracized, the ones who give patients what they want as opposed to what they need, uh, get better Periscani scores. And one of the things about those is pain control. The, and, and we have our overprescription of uh, our o- overuse of prescription narcotics for every little thing uh, ha- is at the root of this heroin epidemic because people get these meds, they get hooked on the prescription meds, uh, and then for one reason or another, they can't get the prescription meds or they, they get labeled as a seeker um, and they're then denied those prescription meds, they turn to the street drugs uh, to feed their habit. Uh, and a lot of the, the opiate addicts we see out there started out on prescription medications. So, you know, we are in, in, uh, we are culpable in this, uh, healthcare in general is culpable in this and in promoting this idea that you should never, ever, ever be uncomfortable or be in pain at all. Uh, you know, I'm pretty free with my administration of narcotics. I don't think anyone should be in pain, um, uh, if they don't have to. So I'm, I'm the candy man in the back of the ambulance, but the amount of medications I'm giving, uh, and the frequency of which I give them is, is nowhere near enough to, to, you know, get a chronic addict high, uh, or, uh, induce any kind of, you know, dependence in, in anyone else. Uh, we're talking about what we're worried about is, is the, the ER prescribing of, of long-term narcotics like, uh, like um, Norco and Percocet and, and Vicodin and that sort of thing. Oxycontin, uh, and it gets yeah. Oxycontin, it gets people hooked. Um, so it's not so much an issue for EMS, but we have, you know, we're, we're healthcare in general is, is responsible for part of this. And, and the physicians are starting to push back and say, look, you know, we, we can't continue this. Uh, these, all these heroin addicts uh, that are coming into our ERs, we helped create them. And we got to, we have a responsibility to fix the problem as well. Right, right, I agree. Yeah, and it's not just, you know, I don't want to throw the dependency into opiates. I mean, because, you know, there are there are people now that are, you know, having the challenges with the Adderall, and mm-hmm. uh, you know that's bringing them to to methamphetamine. But you know, I think this is an issue that's going to be ongoing. But it, you know, for for the folks that are out there, you know, we're in these areas. If you're seeing this carfentanil. Uh, and you're treating it uh, for overdose, we'd like to hear from you, man, because is this going to mm-hmm. be a normal process? Do we get to change our, our treatment protocols? Are you using the same amounts of Narcan when you're waking these folks up, if you're even able to use that? I would think the answer's got to be no. But uh, So if you guys are treating it out there, get with us, and uh, we'd love to hear what your treatment is. Come on the show and talk to us about the experience, because this is important that uh, you know we, we kind of educate the folks that are around, because if you're seeing it first... Uh, there's no doubt that we're going to be seeing it as well. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. 